1: Uh, Vossi, let's go straight to Premier League because uh, our man James Dodd is on the line. And, uh, James, we brought the news to our listeners that uh, Southampton's manager has been punted. That's the eighth this year. Is there, a, is there a job in the world that is, well, more precarious than a football manager in the EPL? <laughs> Good morning, Vossi. Good morning, Brandy. I,
0: honestly, I was looking through the records this morning about... Managers in the shortest time that they've had in charge. Nathan Jones was in charge for 95 days at Southampton. He had nine uh, nine losses from 14 games. Um, I think he listen. Sometimes it works. Sometimes there's a good reason for making the change that early. I mean, Frank De Boer was one of those. Uh, sorry, Ronald De was one of those at uh, Crystal Palace. He was there for about what felt like two months in charge, and they got rid of it because they just felt the culture wasn't right, and you know he was having no impact on the training pitch and. And those results were being reflected on, on, the, on the pitch. And I think Nathan Jones, he even said it himself at the weekend. You know, he said for the first time in 360 games or whatever it is he's had as a head coach, he walked straight down the tunnel. He didn't applaud the fans at the weekend because he said, listen, me walking around the ground and clapping the fans for their support after they've been chanting for me to get sacked. And, you know, you're getting sacked in the morning, etc. It's not going to do any good. And he said, it's, all, it's on me. I, I just haven't had the desired effect here. So <laughs> I think in terms of some of those Premier League managers, you know, Chelsea managers, for example, Thomas Tuchel won the Champions League not too long ago. Then he was punted very soon after. So some clubs have a different approach to, to hiring and firing in their pursuit of success. As for Southampton, I mean, unfortunately, I, I tipped them at the start of the season. I thought they might be in trouble because it comes. there's only so much you can keep selling your best players and trying to reinvest in youth. And sometimes if those youth don't work out to the levels you think they're going to be, then you might be in trouble. And unfortunately for Southampton, I think that's where they find themselves this season. Yeah, uh, four home losses in a row didn't help uh, at the end of that last one. They led 1-0 with a man advantage. So, And the crowd booing at the finish. And you walk up the tunnel, talk about a dramatic end to all of that. So, that's the stat. Uh, will there be any more? Uh, do you want to you lock in a prediction, James? Will there be any more between now and the end of the season? i see. tell you what, I think there probably will be... A f- Maybe one or two more. The, the, the difference now is that we've just had the January transfer window. What well, we're midway through Feb now, so the clubs are pretty settled on on if they've backed their managers in January with, try, with transfers in order to try and keep them up. I think Everton have just appointed Sean Dyche. So they're not going to sack Sean Dyche again unless it goes terribly wrong there. Maybe Graham Potter at Chelsea. If the results don't keep going their way, that might be one where they look to change change manager there. You know, they've spent a hell of a lot of money Chelsea, and Graham Potter is a man that has a philosophy, he has a stamp, he wants to put a stamp on his teams and, you know, it hasn't really worked for him so far. So maybe I could see potentially him him being under pressure and, and maybe someone like Patrick Vieira of Crystal Palace, if they really start to start to slide down that table towards that relegation zone. Clubs do get a bit of an itchy itchy trigger finger of the, the board of directors when it comes to seeing their team battling relegation heading
1: into the last couple of months of the season. So my tip would probably be one, maybe two more. Yeah, well, they got beaten by West Ham over the weekend, so not great for Chelsea. West Ham getting themselves sort of not out of relegation zone, but uh, off the bottom three with that win against Chelsea. So, yeah, under some pressure, Graham Potter. Uh, Man City had a win. Man United had a win this morning. Arsenal had a draw against Brentford, and even though they have got a game up, oh, gee, they would have loved the three points in that one just to... Just to keep a, a good distance between themselves and Man City.
0: Well, it all—you're absolutely right, Ronnie, and it all adds into the the picture that it is this week because Arsenal had that first up. You know, they played Brentford. They probably feel as though they didn't play at their best, Arsenal, but they had a, a, a pretty bad VAR call go their way, which the PGMOL, who are in charge of the referees, all you know, have come out and said, "Yep, yeah, we got it wrong." The the referee Lee Mason, who was quite frankly, he was a poor referee, and now he's you know not covering himself in glory in the VAR booth, he forgot to draw the lines on the image to show whether the player, Ethan Pinnock, was offside. If he'd drawn the lines, he would have shown he was offside. The goal wouldn't have stood Ivan Tony and you never know, Arsenal may have gone on to win that game. So they picked up a point at home against Brentford. That then went into Manchester City playing Aston Villa at home. Manchester City knew if they won that game, the gap between them and Arsenal would go down to three points. And guess who play each other in midweek at the Emirates Stadium? Arsenal against Manchester City, top of the table clash. Both teams have got that game in hand over Manchester United, who are third at the moment. So that is shaping as a massive, massive game at the Emirates. Manchester City are seemingly not in the best of form. They're not putting consistent performances together, but they are still winning games. Arsenal had a bit of a blip of late. They've obviously drawn against Brentford, and before that, they lost away at Everton in Sean Dyche's first game in charge. So not the form that Arsenal want going into it. The only crumb of comfort for the Gunners might be, just might be, Erling Haaland, 25 goals this season in the Premier League. He came off half time against Aston Villa with a knock, and Pep Guardiola said we're going to have to wait and see how he is ahead of midweek. So that could be a massive, massive boost for Arsenal, because they do need it at the moment, because you feel as though they're just maybe flagging under the pressure a little bit of of having an eight-point lead
1: at the top of the Premier League and and Manchester City greeting down the next. Okay, Arsenal-Man City. That's certainly something to look forward to. James, always good to chat, mate. Appreciate your uh, expertise.
0: All the best, guys.